Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you do your best. I am really excited to have Sarah LeClaire on the show this week. She is an organizer and an activist working in a bunch of different spaces, but I really wanted to highlight her story today because she identifies as queer and today is actually the last day of Pride Month. So I got to talk with Sarah about a whole bunch of stuff and I'm super excited for you to listen. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Sarah LeClaire. Hi, my name is Sarah LeClaire and I run the Instagram Hacking Activist. Um, So I'm currently a student at the University of Rhode Island. I'm studying natural resource economics and uh, a double minor in math and poli-sci. And I am currently working as a grant writer and community organizer for a local nonprofit called The Collective. It's just a cute little organizing space and bookstore where we just try to make our town as equitable as possible. And it's absolutely adorable. And I've been in activism for quite a while now, and I've loved every second of it. I started out just volunteering through school groups and um, like pro like Girl Scout programs and stuff like that. And since then, I've just gotten more and more experience with things like local politics and international conversations and um, like policy change and stuff like that. And I'm just really trying to make a difference with individuals on a mental health level through my Instagram and trying to empower people to really be their full authentic selves and be able to share that with other people, as well as working on local politics and policy change. And hopefully soon, I actually am going to be running for my town council as one of like the youngest town council members in Rhode Island. <laughs> so uh, hopefully... We'll be seeing some progress with that soon, but yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so exciting to hear about town council, and we're definitely going to have to talk more about that, but I am so excited to have you on the show today. I'd love to start off by talking a little bit more about your background and your experience with activism and just kind of how you got to this point that you're at now. Um, What experiences did you have that really led you to want to get involved in organizing, um, make your voice heard? For some people, they had like an aha moment. And I was wondering if you had anything like that, that inspired you at some point. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Those like are the best moments that you can have in any field, especially activism. I would say that my aha moment was a few years ago, my senior year of high school, I was trying to do a community project with like a local nonprofit. I was trying to build a rock wall in my town. It would be like a concrete, big, climbable structure that you could just like put at a playground. And then it would be cemented into the ground and then kids could climb all over it. And it would be like a free accessible rock climbing wall for anyone in the town who wanted to use it. 
And I was super psyched on the project because I'm a rock climber and I wanted to make it accessible to everyone who wants to do it, not just those who can pay to go into the gym to do it. Um, and so I like spent the whole year preparing my arguments. I spent like time with architects, city planners, um, town planners, like the town government. I spent so much time like within the small government system um, just trying to plan and see how to do this project. And eventually I finally got to the town council meeting where I asked for funds to fund the project. And tragically, they didn't give me any funding. So the project didn't go through. But it was the most inspiring moment of my life where I got to get up in front of like policy officials and present my hard work and like what I poured my heart and soul into. And even though it didn't pan out the way I wanted, it is still like an inspirational moment for me. And I someday hope to like finish that project. So it's kind of an inspiration in like a roundabout way where like maybe someday if I get high enough in the government, then I'll be able to build my own rock wall. <laughs> I love that. And it would be such a cool full circle moment if you get to that point where you've got your own rock climbing wall. Um, I'd love to talk some about the different issues that you're passionate about and also kind of the intersectionality of your activism, because there are so many different issues. Um, can you tell me some about the issues you're most passionate about or uh, maybe the issues that you want to focus on the most when you're an elected official one day? Yeah. Yeah. There, this is actually somewhere I struggle a bit trying to define where I want to put my work in and what like areas need the most help. But over the years, I found that whatever issue I try to address, whether it be like mental health or like voting or um, environmentalism or anything like surface level, the more you dig down and the more you actually look at the root causes of these problems, you're looking at systemic issues of like white supremacy, colonization and capitalism. And those basically three aspects of society are causing I would dare to say the majority of our problems today, all ranging from mental health to voting suppression to environmentalism and like gender inequality. So I've started out kind of just addressing surface level issues, but now as I continue activism and I learn from other activists and like take all the information that I can find, I really, really want to start addressing those root causes and dismantling white supremacy and abolishing like the systems that are causing these issues, you know? And I just, I think it's still so incredibly important to treat the symptoms of these problems and like give people attention on an individual level and help mental health because that's how that's the only way we're going to survive during this process. But I think we also need to address the root causes and, I don't know, somehow figure out a way to save the world <laughs> too, you know? Yeah, I got you. And I really like the idea of trying to approach these issues by finding the root cause first. I think that's a really interesting idea. 
So I would love to switch gears a little bit and talk about your activism as a queer person. It is Pride Month, of course, and I would love for you to talk about how that identity impacts your activism and maybe some about your hopes for the future for the queer community as well. Yeah, um, I, I I love to talk about this. Um, I love queer activism and any, everything about it. I have only like recently, as in the last few years, come out as like a queer person. So um, this is really a new part of my identity and part of my activism that I'm trying to sort out. <laughs> so it's not something that I have really figured out yet. But I, I think that one of the ways I'm trying to advocate for queer like representation is just by being open about it in myself and like with my friends and through Instagram, because I really think that the more you embody your own identity, the more that others will feel comfortable embodying their own identities and expressing themselves in the way that they want. But there are obviously beyond that, those individual problems, uh, huge systemic issues that we need to address like all of the legislation being passed recently against trans individuals and um, like healthcare issues. Uh, It's all horrific. (laughs) But one thing I'm doing like literally today is I'm going to a school committee meeting to talk to someone who is rallying against our transgender support systems in our school and against anti-racism policy. And I'm just going to go try and convince these people that they need to care about others, which is like an absurd thing to think about that I have to do in the first place. Kind of disheartening, but at the root of it, I think that's what activism is. Just like going and trying to convey new viewpoints to people who are very adamant against your existence. Yeah, and I think in that case, it's out of necessity, which is just, it's really, really frustrating. So I'm glad that you're doing all the work that you're doing. I would also love to know, what's the best advice that you've ever gotten from someone? Are there any like words of wisdom that you think about or that you try to live by? The first thing that comes to mind is not like the most (laughs) beautiful quote or anything. It's just a note my friend gives me a lot to do your best or here don't stress do your best forget the rest (laughs) um it's kind of like simplistic but it just like I feel really supported in my family and friend groups that uh I'm able to do this activism and like I think that with the support systems that I have around me only through that am I able to really advocate for other people as while I like try to stay sane (laughs) during all of that because it's really hard to just keep going at something when the world is like trying to tell you to quit but as long as you're just honestly trying your best that is quite literally all you can do and as long as you do your best you have changed the world even in a small way so um, I think support systems and understanding that doing your best is all you can do is something that I have found 
incredibly helpful while trying to do navigate the world of activism. <laughs> I love that point because it reminds me how every little bit really counts when you're trying to make change. So definitely thanks for sharing that. And I would also love to know if if you were trapped in like an elevator with every person in the world and you just had kind of a quick couple seconds and you could share one thing with everyone. So it could be about activism, about a certain issue, just one thing that the whole world you'd want you'd want everyone to know. What would you want to tell everyone if you could? Oh, wow. That is a very good question. That <laughs> I, I have so many things that I want to say to everyone all at once. But I guess the one thing that I could really tell people is to take care of yourself and to take care of everyone else. You know, because that kind of encompasses uh, making sure that you and your loved ones are surviving and okay in like this crazy world that we have. But it also is directed at if I'm in this elevator with all the billionaires, they need to take care of everyone else too. (laughs) Yeah, I think that is great. And it's such an important thing to keep in mind. I know that you've been giving a lot of great advice on this episode. And I have one last question for you that I'm really excited to get your take on. Lots of young people, especially college students, want to create change and they want to make a difference in the world. Do you have any advice for these people who may just not really know where to get started? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I think when you want to get into activism, the first thing you should do is listen. And that's listen to people online or in person or wherever you can find voices of change. And quite honestly, just listen to them as much as you can, internalize what they're saying, and educate yourself on as many topics as you possibly can. And then after you educate yourself on these issues, and after you've been introduced to what problems are actually afflicting your community, then can you get into addressing the root causes and the symptoms of those issues. I think that as a generation and as a society, we're putting too much stress on every person has to speak on every issue or else you don't care. But that's not how it should be or what works best. We all need to find what motivates us and what our community needs and work within those two to really drive change and to make significant impacts. So there are so many mutual aid groups and nonprofits and food drives and homeless shelters and so many like group community organizations that you can get involved with if you just look it up like on Google or whatever. But in order to do that, you need to listen to what your community needs and um, be willing to be wrong and stuff like that. I really, really enjoyed talking with Sarah, and I think she gave some great advice during our conversation. My favorite takeaway from that conversation was just how important it is to do your best, because at the end of the day, that's really all we can do as human beings. Sarah's words remind me of one of my favorite quotes, which I first heard on the TV show Friday Night Lights, and that's clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Whether it's activism, schoolwork, a job, or anything else you're working on, 
try to give it your all because that's really all we can do. Work hard, but also give yourself grace because change comes when you do your best. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and you can follow Sarah on Instagram at hecking underscore activist to get connected with her. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at be the change podcast.org or on Instagram at be the change podcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye guys.